What's up, everybody? Welcome to Log On Games Weekly, uh, this January 17th episode. Exactly. Um, same host with you as the, the last episode. I got Shibby, who is Shibby120 on all the social medias and the YouTubes. Uh, how's it going? What's up? Just, uh, just on Instagram and YouTube. How y'all doing? Thanks for having me. For sure. And I also have in the next room over from me. He goes by Matthew or Matt, depending on whatever you want to call him. So close yet so far away. Exactly. Matt, and he, you. And he is X user X you. on all the social medias. And yes, I call him Matthew most of the time. Cause mm-hmm. All the social medias and all the gaming things. Yes. Correct. Correct. Mundo. Um, so yeah, uh, last week's episode was our first episode back and it got registered a whole lot quicker, uh, than I thought it was and definitely quicker than it has been in the past. So we will oh, be yeah. going live every Friday with a new episode of Log On Games Weekly. So if you want to, uh, comment on our videos or anything like that, we actually have a fan comment question kind of thing at the end of this episode. Um, so yeah, you can. We are on Facebook.com backslash uh, Logon Games, and you can also follow us on Twitter at Logon Games. Um, and then wherever you're listening to this at, uh, if you're listening to this on Apple, you can rate us, which gives us more eyeballs. Uh, it puts the algorithm out to more eyeballs than others, uh, and more earballs. And exactly. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, I don't think yeah. you can rate things over there, but you can click the share button, and that would be quite helpful that's true uh you can also go to instagram and go to log on games but that's true nothing will be there I, but you can do i, I have <laughs> a question there, for the baby. fans <laughs> I, I have a question for the fans what what should they be called are they like the log fam are they the logs the logs. i don't know i don't know what, i don't know what all you guys our, want to be called all of our logs out there. <laughs> how about how about we call them all logan because it's just log on. Logan, all the Logans. If this thing gets big, I would love to. I just have T-shirts with logs all over it. Just <laughs> I'm down. Uh, I'm down for that. All right. This episode I'm, is jam-packed full of stuff because, uh, per usual, uh, last week there wasn't much, and then this week it's just ridiculous. Um, we're going to be talking about E3, Sony and Xbox doing things or not doing things at E3. A bunch of delays, PS5 stuff, Switch Pro stuff, Pokemon had a had a direct, Smash had a direct, um, and yeah, so it's it's gonna get a little bit crazy. And like I said, we have a Facebook comment question at the end of this podcast, so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite a doozy. So I like doozies. I'm gonna take a sip of water before I get started. Now, does that mean we have a question to ask people, or does that mean that's that no, someone, someone's yeah, commented on the Facebook? Someone has commented on Facebook. Um, the last episode did not go up as a video uh, on Facebook but, uh, because of registering and whatnot, but every Friday when we upload it, it'll probably hit Facebook first. Uh, and it'll have our little thumbnail, and you can listen to it 
uh, on our Facebook page as well. So if that's more of your alley, it will be there every Friday from here on out. That's right. If you so, want to get on Facebook and listen with my mom and dad, which is where they are, um, exactly. go for it. Hey, mom. Ouch. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the weekly news from this past week. Um, I'm going to start out with the delays. I'm just going to kind of blaze through this real quick. So uh, mm-hmm. Marvel's Avengers uh, got delayed. It was going to be in I don't, I don't, spring sometime. I think it's actually May. It got pushed back to September the 4th. Um, your same old rigmarole of we want it to be more polished, blah 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 um, So that's one game out of spring. That was in there. Um, the big no, one. Hit- uh, no, you don't think it's, it's pushed back maybe for new systems? I don't no. think so. I don't think so either. I'm just saying that's the time period. Yeah. Um, today, Cyberpunk 2077 got delayed. It was supposed to be what uh, in April. It was supposed to be like April 16th or something like that. Delayed until September yeah. 17th. So quite a hefty delay oh. for Cyberpunk. Wait, wait, wait. I must have misunderstood. I thought That's... Cyberpunk was coming out in 2077. Is that not the way <laughs> it, that it works? It got delayed. It's actually coming out later. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's another spring game, a, a, another large AAA wow. spring game that's, that's, that's gone from the spring now. Um, the so weird, it, weird thing is, I, for some reason, I always felt like April of this year, it felt too early to me. Like, cause it's mm-hmm. it, the game's been talked about for so long. I was like, "There's no way it's coming out like in just a few months." Well, it's not. <laughs> I, I think it's everybody delayed. just knows that the spring is going to be owned by Animal Crossing, and they don't want to deal with it. It's delay right? season, and I'm I'm so nervous that Animal Crossing is going to get delayed now, just because all these games are getting delayed. I'm just going to wake up tomorrow. Animal Crossing so delayed until the summer. No, but, I'll be uh, so upset. Yeah, um, you can play two games. You can play Doom and Animal Crossing. That's it until the fall. I think, we, I think Cyberpunk is obviously being delayed because uh, it wants to be day and date on the Switch. No, I'm just kidding. That's not happening. Bro. Uh, <laughs> Switch Pro. Day and day. Switch Pro. I that, like that. That's why. It's, a, it's turning into a Switch Pro exclusive. No, it's not. Switch uh, Pro confirmed. <laughs> um, also oh delayed, but not as big of a delay. Uh, Final Fantasy delayed uh, until April the 10th. Uh, I believe it was coming out in March. I'm going to delay it a, a little over a month. So not as bad as the other ones. Um, but it'll now be on April 10th. And those are the, all the delays that happened in the last couple of days. Um, and hopefully we won't have any more next week, but probably will. As long as it's not Animal Crossing, I'll be happy. That's true. I'm literally wearing an Animal Crossing shirt right now. There you go. Um, also, this morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific time, uh, Smash had a direct for their last and final um, Smash character of this challenge pack. And it was another Fire Emblem character, so everybody was really excited. Not really. Um, but that did happen. Uh, Byleth is the, the last. So if you bought the challenger pack for Smash, this will be the last one that you will get. Um, they didn't give mm-hmm. a date. Or anything like that. They just kind of announced it and, and showed him off a little bit. My guess is probably in the next two months at some point he'll drop. Um, but that was it. But they did announce, which to me, and just from the reaction on Twitter, everybody else, uh, that's a little bit more exciting than just another Fire Room character, is they announced the second Challenger pack through December 31st of 2021. So basically the next two years... Um, they're going to 
released six more characters. So, uh, oh wow, yeah, that's so awesome. So be that's six. a lot of Fire Emblem characters. <laughs> six more Fire Emblem. <laughs> no, if they announce another Fire Emblem character. I think the Nintendo community might just burst in flames. Uh, they, at that point, didn't they even kind of uh, didn't they even address that like on the in the video? Didn't like at the end? Didn't didn't they come out and say, hey, by the way, if that's not the character you wanted, like. Sorry, I hope there's no hard feelings. It was so 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 it started with them being with him being like, All right guys, this character or whatever, it's like no one knows about it, it's been kept secret. Not even Nintendo people know about it. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, here we go. This is gonna be crazy. And then Donald Trump. And, yeah, and then he said he said what you just said, Chibi. Uh we're just like Yeah. And then and then it was Fire Emblem character. He's like, if you don't like it, you know, whatever. Uh, From this point but, forward, you can give us more Fire Emblem characters. They just have to be free. Exactly. That's, that's the way it works. I mean, at this just point, if you're going to do any more Fire Emblem characters, just do a Fire Emblem fighting game. And then, you, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you have all the roster there. <laughs> anyway. I'm trying to make it where you can play an eight-player game with all Fire Emblem characters. I'm pretty sure you already can do that. You're, it's about there. I think, I don't know this for sure, but I think there may be more Fire Emblem characters in Smash than there are Pokemon characters, which is quite the feat but uh anyway wow that does tell you though that that gives you good indication how well this fire emblem did though yeah i think it, yep. it did well but also uh he loves fire emblem the the maker. sure he, i agree i agree he, he is a big old fan so um, i love this one but anyways let's we're, let's go on to some more nintendo news uh so like i said there was a smash Nintendo Direct this morning, recording this on January 16th. Um, on January 14th, there was a... Not, not on January 14th. Maybe it was 13th. I don't remember. But there was another Nintendo Direct uh, specifically for Pokemon um, this past week. Um, so Nintendo's really blowing it out here. But uh, So they announced Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC, um, Isle of Armor, and Crown Tundra. And then they also announced a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon uh, reboot that comes out sometime in the spring, March or something. Nice. So if you if you like that game on the DS, it's coming back remastered and mm-hmm. such. Um, and then yeah, so the this the Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC was basically like they came out and said usually when we do a mainline Pokemon game, like you have Red and Blue, for example, and then like the next year we do Yellow. So that's pretty much how it's gone since the dawn of time. Um, and then this year they're like, instead of doing that, we're going to do these two expansions. Um, one and now up. you can catch all the Fire Emblem characters. And now, yeah, exactly. Fire Emblem <laughs> DLC for Pokemon. Uh, Isle of Armor, which is coming out um, in the summer, I believe. And Crown Tundra, which is coming out in the fall, I believe. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. not. And then on top mm-hmm. of that, there's a, you know, more Pokemon are being added more legendaries are being added um and the latter in crown tundra one that coming out in the fall there's even different versions of the original uh three legendary birds so like i think zapdos is like fire now or something it's crazy but uh so yeah a lot of cool stuff for that especially your pokemon sword and shield fan uh you can buy the expansion right now it's 30 dollars, and you get both the packs so if you're one of the crazy people that get both sword and shield and you want the expansions for both because there's different Pokemon on both expansions, just like there's on the game. So you'll have to shell out $60 if you want to do that. But if you're 
like most of us, and you bought one of the games, 30 bucks gets you both of the DLC packs. So, mm-hmm. um, so that was pretty nice. good. How do y'all, how do y'all, how do y'all feel about that? I feel fine with it because like I said, like, I don't, they're just going to do the same thing they normally do. Like, here's a new game, but it's the exact same game. There's just like some Pokemon differences and like you start out with this person now and then there's this new legendary, but it's 99% the exact same game. So this is like, to me, a lot better. It's basically, you know, I don't know how long these expansions are going to be. I know there's not any badges or anything like that, but there is what it seemed like to me. The first expansion is, uh, is a decent expansion. Uh, but then the second one is kind of like a much bigger one. That's going to add a whole lot more, but Mm -hmm. um, do you feel like you've, you've probably played the game more than I have. Do you feel like the game is maybe, from what I've heard, some people think it feels like it's maybe missing content, and then this is they're adding content that maybe they could have just put in there to begin with and not charged for at least it, the first expansion. Like, do you feel like that rings true? Or I don't feel that way. Um, I don't think so. There was, I will say this: the the campaign was t- to me of this Pokemon game was maybe a little bit shorter than most. Um, but then there was a lot more things to do after you, you know, beat the game than there usually is. So that was surprising. So I think for the most part, there's just as much in this game as there is in any Pokemon game. Um, mm-hmm. And then you add like the multiplayer aspects Good. of Good. you can do the raid battles with all your friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, and they're also adding more raid type battles and co-op type stuff to these mm-hmm. uh, expansions. So my, I'm my only complaint. I was say my only complaint was I, I I think that the price is a little steep for the expansions, especially considering they've made forty dollars off of every Pokemon game before this one and now sixty. And so I, I don't know. I just feel like it, the price is maybe a little too steep for the expansions. But yeah, well, know, people maybe like I, people, twenty people bucks pay. or something. I think so. I think that's the sweet spot. Personally, thirty is. That's that's a chunk. That's a half a game. I mean, so, yeah, like, or or if you're talking to eShop, that's like 19 games. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I'm fine with the price. So it's basically fifteen dollars for each uh, expansion, which Nintendo rarely does any expansions, especially like this, which is like a bulk content. But we'll know more when the first one comes out here in the summer, mm-hmm. and we actually get to play it if that's it's going to be worth it or not. Um, so yeah, uh, in other Nintendo news. From this past week, as we talked about in the first episode are of the you, podcast, what are you, are you moving on from expansions? Um, I am moving on from expansions, and kind I want of. to mention one more since we since we mentioned Fire Emblem a bunch of times. They have a DLC launching next month that is adding a fourth house as well. So they announced oh, that. Oh shoot! It's gonna be it's even the more Ashen, like Harry Potter now. The Ashen Wolves are the, the secret fourth house. So. Yep. Yeah, since we since we said Fire Emblem a lot of different times, uh, I know a lot of people like that game, myself included. Don't know anything else detail wise about that. I, I probably should do more research, but still, that's something that's out there yeah. for you Fire think, Emblem people. I think they just tweeted out. Uh, I think Nintendo tweeted out like maybe like a one minute teaser or something, and that's how they announced that. I don't think they've. Right. I don't unless they did a press release afterwards, emailed to people um, with more information. I don't know if they did or not, but that's mm-hmm. the tweet that I saw. Well, still, that's a big. That's a big, uh, that's a big deal for Fire Emblem. That, that they haven't had a, a lot of 
extra. I mean, it's not a big game by itself. So that's a that's a chunk for to bring people. Yeah, back. that's huge. For sure, that's huge. That's smart. We'll mm-hmm. go from expanding games to expanding hardware. Such Horizons. Exactly. Uh, right. A, a couple days after we record the last podcast, uh, we talked a little bit. I don't know if you've heard the last episode. If not, you can check that out. It's live everywhere now. Uh, but we talked about if there would be a new Switch or a Switch Pro or something like that coming this year. Um, and then a couple days after that w- podcast went live, Nintendo uh, has a little report here. I'm reading this um, from Polygon. Um, Nintendo is reportedly working on an updated Nintendo Switch model to be released sometime in 2020. Um, DigiTimes reported that the Nintendo Switch model will be released mid-2020 with production beginning at the end of the first quarter, uh, sometime around March. This lines up with a previous report from the Wall Street Journal Technology Reporter, whose name I cannot pronounce because it is very Asian and I am very dumb. Uh, But basically, Nintendo has ideas uh, ideas for further updates to the Switch lineup after those two models, uh, after the two models are out now to make the platform's life cycle longer. So uh, if these rumors are to be true, um, basically what we talked about on the last podcast could come true. And then uh, Toto suggests a retail price of three ninety nine with 4K support, bigger cartridge sizes, and beefed up components. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's true. Uh, it may be, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I- but we'll I think see. there's one goal. I think the one it's goal, and, it's, and the one goal that needs to be, it just it needs to be powerful enough that you can downscale the new generation of systems, games, and fit it on there. That's all. Like if if you can make that happen, that's all that needs to happen. That's what they're going for. I think. Possible. So. Um, I think. I think a lot of this is more than likely true. But mm-hmm. if the if they're having the souped up Switch Pro come out, I think it has it has to come out by at least the end of August. Because if sure. this thing comes out when the PS5 and Xbox come out, it's going to be bad news bears. So it's either got to come out late summer at the latest or 2021. I don't see it coming out sure. holiday sure. season because it'll just get. I demolished. think. Uh, I think what they say is pretty accurate. Mid 20. 20- 2020 or the summer, you know, September, mm-hmm. uh, I think September would be a, uh, would sounds like a pretty accurate launch spot for that. That's what Nintendo would do. I think to kind of get so. ahead of those other consoles. Yeah. And, uh, again, I don't think it's necessarily straight competition for the new consoles. I just think it's going to be the case of here comes PS five and Xbox X series S X, whatever they call things. And Xbox tower is what I'm calling it. Um, and whatever games they're going to have come out just to be able to port those over to the switch two, three months later, like they have been, that's been a sweet spot for Nintendo that they need to keep hitting for sure. Well, here's, here's a, here's a good thing about Nintendo. And I know we're going to touch about this later with the, um, as far as, you know, when new consoles launch, like new Xboxes, new playstations, they're not going to stop making games for the older consoles. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo's got a solid year, year and a half, where they can still be, you know, porting over the Xbox One games. Sure. Uh, but like, like you said, have that more power so they can maybe, you know, maybe they can be uh, somewhere in between the Xbox sure. One and the Xbox Series X. Right. Well, uh, there, there's just so many games that come out 
that, yeah, I'm like, you know what? I have a PS4 or I'm going to have a PS5 and that game looks awesome. And so I'm going to get that and play it with my friends now because that's, that's just what I'm doing. And then there are a lot of games that come out that I'm like, that looks really good. But if that's coming to the switch in two or three months, where I can take it with me. That's where that game should be for me. And that's, that's just where Nintendo's finding some money at right now. And they should, they need to keep hitting that for sure. Right. I think this is a good move for them. I think if think they so. do it, they'll get ahead. But if they don't do it, they're not. They're not. It's. They're not out of luck. They're not SOL. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um, and it may not even be a pro. It may just be, you know, like when we just had the the Switch version two last year that yeah. silently was re- replaced the other ones with a better battery. It could sure. just be something like that because all they know is that they're working on more hardware. Sure. Um, but yeah. then again, you know, last year, yeah, last year we saw the handheld only version of the Switch. So mm-hmm. maybe this year we see the home console only version, huh? Possibly. Well, I, and it's weird now. They're sure. cool now. That's true. Another outside of the box thing that me and Andrew have actually talked about before is the possibilities of Google Stadia. And all you need is a Chrome browser. If you threw a Chrome browser on a Switch and they can, they partnered up, that'd be incredible. That would just be awesome. Right. But I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen. But it'd be cool. Yeah. And this- I remember the rumors right before Switch came out. The rumors were gonna be that it was the NX was mm-hmm. going to be completely cloud-based. Mm-hmm. And that was a real rumor. Pete wasn't just a joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, this, true. This, this rumor of it being 399 with bigger cartridges and beefed-up components is very intriguing to me, only because it, maybe it is just a home console version. That would make more sense if it being 399, because it's a PS5 or, uh, or one of the new Xboxes is also 399 then that's going to, you know, what are you going to be getting from a Switch that's 399 versus what you're going to be getting from a PlayStation sure. or Xbox console that's 399 um, Do you think they would consider uh, good doing... Point. Good point. Do you think they would consider doing beefed-up components in a Switch, selling it for that, where it wasn't... It didn't require the dock to do the things that the dock does? You just straight plug in a US or a HDMI to the Switch? Yeah, I mean, that's what... In a perfect world, it would just have an HDMI port on the Switch. Right, uh, right. But I don't know. It, that would just seems weird to me that they would put three the three ninety nine price tag on it, knowing that the new consoles are going to come out, and more than likely, I mean, in a perfect world, they're four ninety nine for Nintendo. But if even if one version of them were three ninety nine, when the holiday season mm-hmm. comes around, it's going to be like, do you want a Switch? When you can just go buy this Switch Lite that's crazy cheap, or or the regular Switch, are you really going to spend $400 on mm-hmm. a new Switch version when there's new consoles coming out that are the same price? Sure. Sure. Well, I don't think they're going to announce the price on that until they know more information about the price on the other ones, though. Correct. I, I think it's more likely Magnesium that, alloy body. Who knows? <laughs> I think it's more than likely it's going to be uh, maybe... I don't know about the 4K support. I don't think Nintendo cares about that kind of stuff, but... I think it'll be more than likely mm-hmm. just two ninety nine, and it'll replace the model that's out now, um, and it'll just be, you know, because a lot of, I mean, Xbox and and uh, Nintendo have this new found friendship as well, which true. Uh, is going to bring us into the next thing that came out this week. Nintendo um, Switch Series X. Nintendo Switch Series X. That'd be we we own Nintendo now. Uh, <laughs> Xbox X won't launch with any next-gen exclusive games. Uh, this comes from 
uh, Steve Watts I'm reading on GameSpot. Um, Xbox Series X is aiming for a holiday release. Um, Microsoft has a different plan in mind this time as head of Microsoft Studios, Matt Booty, says its first-party games will be entirely yeah. cross-gen for the first year or two. Um, as our content... This is him speaking. As our content comes out over the next year, two years, all of our games, uh, sort of like PC, will end, will play up and down on that family of devices. We want to make sure that if someone invests in Xbox between now and Series X, that they feel like they made a good investment and that we're committed uh, to them with content. Uh, so this kind of piggybacks... Which translates to... Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, this kind of piggybacks on what we were just talking about. Like, if this Switch Pro model comes out, um, even though it's a small um, reason, uh, Xbox and Nintendo do have this friendship, so maybe the next two years of games is not only um, because Xbox wants to not forget about the people, all the people that have Xbox Ones and Xbox One Xs and everything like that. Um, but some of these games might come to Switch like we've seen with Cuphead or uh, Ori or anything like that. So, Sure. They definitely can. And yeah. also, you got to think, too, I think this is just corporate speak for, yeah, we don't want to forget about you guys, yeah, because you're making a lot of money off of them. How stupid would it be sure. if they just made games for the new consoles that not as many people have? Yep. Sure. But also, it does sound to me like they're probably struggling to find some great exclusives because that's been their issue anyways this whole generation. So, right. I don't know. I, I thought that this is a little bit surprising to me personally because I thought that yeah. Every game, not just for the next two years, but every game forever, Xbox made like they make Halo another Halo game in five years, that they'll just move the dumbed down version to the Xbox sure. One, and it'll be like the iPhone model. So like when the, when uh, like two gens from now, you know, oh, you can't play these games. The games we're making now, uh, we're phasing out the Xbox One X, and then you know, kind of just how iPhones are basically like, uh, right. Yeah, what we're making now, you know, doesn't work on iPhone 5 and 6 anymore or whatever. And just kind of build and build this community with Xbox people. But it's saying for the first year or two, for the first year or two is still a little bit surprising to me. Um, Because that means that there will be eventually games that you can't play on the Xbox One. Right. Which is fine, but... Uh, it's, and it's better than years past where people just come out with a new console and that's the new console. And so you either play mm-hmm. the old console or you play the new console. So it's better than that. Um, it's just, I'm a little surprised cause I, 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 like even on all their conferences, it's not even an exclusive to Xbox. It says windows exclusive. You can play it on PC, mm-hmm. you can play it on Xbox. So I just figured they're going to keep making games and they'll scale it down. If you're playing on a crappy PC or an Xbox one, and they'll scale it up if you're playing on a high-end PC or uh, sure. their new Xbox. Right. Console. I mean, all these, all these games are being built on on PCs, anyways, aren't they? And they're just kind of scaled for the devices, so it makes a lot of sense for them to be more module. And, and the only difference between the new system, you know, really is going to be performance and graphics. So, you know, 
be it load times, just some better graphics, better frame rate, uh, better uh, effects and stuff like that. See, I definitely see that um, where it's, it, it, it seems like every game can exist on multiple platforms. At the same time, if you're making a game where you're, I and I don't know much about PC, but it probably goes the same for PC, you know, and just programming, like you said, iPhone apps and especially Android apps where you got so many different phones. It's you're going to be able to make a lot better product if you have one product, mm-hmm. you know, a better game if you have one product in mind, because you're going to be held back just a little bit if you're if you're trying to make, you know, make something that's going to work on all platforms. That way, if they do sure. eventually make exclusives, they're going to be able to better utilize that hardware. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's the way to go, though. I mean, that's the way it's been and for a long time, and especially with. Xbox and PlayStation both saying, yeah, the new systems will be fully backwards compatible. You can play all your PS4 games and, and Xbox One games on the new stuff. That's your selling point. That's how you don't forget your previous people. As you say, yeah, I know you spent a bunch of money on that, but we're making games for the new stuff. You come over here, you can still play all your old games. And I think that's enough. Right. I don't know. That's, I, don't know. I just. Yeah. Uh, it could potentially be mm-hmm. another hurdle Xbox kind of to overcome because. because yeah, I For think example, so. Halo is going to be a launch game. They've already said it's a launch game. So, mm-hmm. and then now with what they're saying here, it's going to be playable on Xbox One. So, sure. How does when you, that when you get them, into though? a when you get into a multiplayer game? I don't. This is not going to happen. Um, but with with Halo at least, but it could happen with other games, especially third party games. Um, mm-hmm. And we've seen it happen with PS4 and PS4 Pro more on the single player side not on the multiplayer side because mm-hmm. if if for example if this comes out and they're like listen this is 60 frames a second 4K on the Series X um but it's only like 30 frames a uh-huh. second on Xbox One now, if you have Xbox One X it'll be 60 frames but if you have an, like a OG Xbox One it'll only be 30 frames a second and then you're playing multiplayer and you're getting wrecked because everybody else is playing on a better console than you are in that match or whatever. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how they explain that. And like I said, I don't think for Halo specifically that that's yeah. going to be a problem. But for third-party games, uh, it could be for the, over the next two years. Um, so it's just something to keep mm-hmm. keep an eye on. Yeah, which is why I'm not a huge fan Good of this point. of this this particular model, I would just rather you come out with a halo or whatever and say, all right, here's the Xbox tower version. And you can also, if you have an Xbox one, you can go buy it as well. And you're only playing against people on your and it, console. If their controller is going to be different, you know, that that plays a part. If mm-hmm. you're playing with sure. um, different controllers, uh, it's not multiplayer stuff. The or controllers look the same. Yeah, they do. But just in general, like um, there's just a lot of things you have to, deal with with if you're mm-hmm. doing this game for multiple consoles if it was backwards right. compatible that'd make more sense to me like halo's also mm-hmm. out on xbox one um and you can play multiplayer there uh but when you play there you're playing against other sure. people on xbox ones but but also the people can with the not can you not do it that way i have no idea <laughs> uh, no, but also the smart yeah. yeah it would be it would be I was going to say, also, the people with the Xbox Series X are kind of at a little bit of a disadvantage because the tower blocks the TV screen a little bit. That remains true. <laughs> so. But it's like like when we, play, when we play Rocket League, you can be playing Rocket League on the Switch um, mm-hmm. with 
like you could be on the Switch and then you have two of your friends that are on Xbox and you could be playing against PC mm-hmm. people. No. So it's just like mm-hmm. it can get crazy, especially when you're playing. Yeah. That's why I, a lot of people don't. But I personally, like when we play on PlayStation, I have to where we're only playing people on PlayStation because I don't want to play against someone on right. PC with different controls and they just get wrecked. Um, mm-hmm. So When I play online on Switch, I know what I signed up for. I, I've played Fortnite. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I've gotten just destroyed left and right. Like, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting yeah, to see. Fortnite I, still, I still think it's more of a good thing than it is a bad thing. Um, it's a little surprising that, they, that it's only one or two years for me because I figured it'd just be forever. And maybe it will. Maybe in two years, All we're right. like, listen, this is just working out. We're going to keep doing it. But, uh, and like I said, that's good news for Switch, too, mm-hmm. because they always work that's with true. limited hardware. That's going to yeah. be another year or two that, that they can be porting games over and stuff. So. Yeah, sure. And I wouldn't sure. be surprised if and a lot of makes- these... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these Xbox games, especially the indie ones or the smaller AAA ones, like uh, Hellblade, the first one is on Switch already. So the second one is Xbox exclusive, but it wouldn't surprise me if it comes on the new Switch Pro version or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. Right. So what's up with that too? Then it wasn't that supposed to be a launch title or no? Is that know. a year or two out? I don't think. I don't know if they announced whether it's a launch title or not. They just. But it, it's the first game that they've announced. It's, and it's not Halo, so it wouldn't shock me if it is a launch title, but. They, they didn't say anything at the Game Awards. They just showed the trailer. And that, so. that's a good example, too, that, like, so it's it's reassuring to remember that just because they're not going to launch with exclusive doesn't mean that they're not making exclusive right now and that we won't hear about exclusives yeah. probably ASAP this summer. We'll be we'll be salivating over these exclusives for a couple of years. Correct. Especially, yeah. We'll yeah. know about them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we'll switch from Xbox – uh, go over to PlayStation. This also came out uh, just a couple days after our la- after we recorded our last podcast. Um, so this comes from IGN. Uh, it says PlayStation's five bigger differences haven't been revealed yet. Um, so at, if you're unfamiliar, um, at the CES conference where Sony announced their new car and all sorts of weird stuff, um, they came out and had the official PS5 logo, which looks just exactly like you think it would, but then also had a screen that said, you know, we have um, these adaptive triggers and ray tracing and SSD and blah, blah. So, some of the uh, features that are going to be on the PS5. Um, but then afterwards, uh, the CEO, Jim Ryan, who uh, was interviewed by Business Insider, Again, this comes, I'm reading this from IGN. Uh, He says there are still more unique elements of of PlayStation 5 to come that separate it from previous consoles. The bigger differences have yet to be announced. So, exactly. So, um, the the things that were announced, I'm trying to remember, I wish I should have brought up a photo, but basically the things I just mentioned, like 3D audio, like I said, the the hard drive, um, the haptic feedback support for the controller, uh, the the triggers or whatever, um, so yeah, so it is interesting that they still have these things. So maybe maybe they're not just completely staying the course and just getting a massively graphical performance upgraded PS4 and just calling it the PS5. Maybe something crazy is happening. So 
maybe they haven't figured it out yet and they're just like hey we'll we'll wing it and then by the Wait. time it launches we'll have something maybe maybe they'll have a $600 version that comes with a VR <laughs> A brand new VR that could be. That's Ooh. actually that's actually yeah. Um, I don't I don't have any speculation or any guesses on what it could be except for they just um mm-hmm. you know they announced and I think the pre-orders are up for, pre-orders are up for the back trigger buttons or the back buttons that you can like the adapter you can put right. on the PS4 controller that basically puts back buttons like a scuff controller would have or whatever uh, on your mm-hmm. PS4 controller. So that may be teasing the PS5 controller uh, in Maybe. some way. But other than that, I, I don't know what the bigger differences uh, would be. I think they're going to try to double down or really look at or whatever or this remote play thing for PlayStation that they've tried in the past. And that's something I think they're – I mean, if you can have the – the your your PS5 at home doing all the work and being able to port it to your phone or to wherever you know which they like again they've tried that before in the past and I think that technology's come a long ways for cloud gaming and some other things that would be a different a definite unique element that the other systems don't have other than the Switch being something you just take with you. Well, um, Xbox but, has X Cloud yeah. that they're I'm trying previewing everywhere and, and people say that mm-hmm. have tried it that. It, that it, it works, you know. I mean, it's still in beta mm-hmm. form, obviously, but they're like, it's really cool when it works, kind of stuff. So maybe, maybe PlayStation's gonna hop on that boat. Um, most of, mm-hmm. the, like I said, most of the things I'm thinking of is like a competitor to Games Pass and all that kind of stuff isn't really hardware related. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, sure. And this is actually going to bump into our topic of the week. Which is basically E3 2020. Um, I'm going to stick with Sony. There is some Xbox news on this, but basically the gist is Sony is not going to be at E3 this year. They're going to skip it again. And Xbox came out. Phil Spencer came out and said basically that Xbox is going to be there in a big way. So I'm going to read a little bit of this article. Um, from Kotaku um, that states the PS5 on the way, Sony will skip E3 again. Uh, It says, Sony will skip E3 again, a major blow to the annual video game conference in a year that will also see the release of the next PlayStation. Instead, Sony said today the corporation will attend hundreds of events throughout the year to talk about the next-gen PS5. Um, They said, we have great respect for Uh, Entertainment Software Association as an organization, but we do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue uh, for what we are focused on this year. Um, Yeah, and then um, right after that, not right after, it was the same day, um, obviously people were thinking, oh, was Xbox going to be there? Uh, And then Phil Spencer came out um, and tweeted, and I'll read the tweet as soon as my computer works um, he said we're gonna be there exactly he said our team is hard at work on e3 we look forward to sharing with all who love to play what's ahead for us our art form has consistently been propelled by the cross section of creativity and technical progress 2020 is a milestone year for that journey for it, team xbox um this that doesn't come as <clears throat> a surprise to me considering that microsoft mm-hmm. has a giant 
venue right across from where E3 is held. So they're pretty much a shoe mm-hmm. in to have something at E3 every year. But um, sure, like what we were saying with, with PlayStation, bigger differences not being announced yet. Uh, the question now is when will they be announced? Um, mm-hmm. For the PS4, if you remember or you're not familiar, uh, they did a massive blowout in Feb- sometime in February that announced the PS4. Uh, they didn't announce price mm-hmm. or anything like that, but they basically like, here's console, blah, 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 here's controller, um, here's what it can do, and I don't, maybe they announced uh, some games or show up some games, I don't remember. But then at E3, they kind of did the whole blowout of here's the price, here's when it comes out, mm-hmm. here's what you can do, and then they murdered Xbox. Um, that being said, now they're not going to be at E3. The question is, do they do their own event? They say they're going to be at hundreds of these events so that you figure all the PAXs they'll be at. They'll probably take their weirdo uh, truck all across the country and, and show off games <laughs> like they did last time. Um, Uber people around. Exactly. And, yeah. They'll be at Paris Games Week. They obviously did a little bit at CES, um, Gamescom, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff I assume they're going to be at now. Um, but it's, it's still, I don't know, it's a little weird. Thoughts? thoughts well, from- so I... I f- so I feel like last year it made a whole lot a lot of sense for them to not be there, um, but this year we're not not. I mean, yep, yep. It'd be I, pretty beneficial for them to be there as an E three f- fan, and how much fun E three is just to watch as a video game person. I dislike this from a Sony perspective. If I were in charge. I like this move because I think what you're going to end up with is whether they announce the PS5 in some sort of something before E3 or not, I don't think they would give a price. And I think that you're going to basically, I think basically Sony's saying, okay, uh, Microsoft, you announce your Xbox things and then we're going to come back and beat it. I, I mean, I think right. I just, it makes perfect sense to me that that's what they would do. So, but even um, even if that's their plan, that's uh, that's what I'm waiting to see because I'm in the same boat. Like, mm-hmm. I wish they would be at E3, but um, everybody for the last five years, all these developers um, have not been exactly happy with sure. E3 due to sure a bunch of different reasons. Um, uh, sure, venue look venue reasons and 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 them well, adding you know anybody can come mm-hmm. kind of thing and and it just kind of like i was there last year so i didn't go inside but sony obviously wasn't there from the people that did go inside they're like it wasn't just empty because sony wasn't there it was very empty because a lot of the media people didn't want to come because sure there's so many people like it's basically they want it to be like a pax or something now which is fine mm-hmm. But, well, and it was just a slow, slow year last year. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of people that had presentations that just really didn't need to or shouldn't have. Like Bethesda came up there and just said a whole lot of nothing. And yeah. but, but also, aren't they aren't they supposed to be making some some uh, some different changes to E3 this year that I don't think they've announced yet? So maybe yeah. PlayStation also knows a little bit more about because because in, in the article they say. You know what E3 is is this year or something mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't align with yeah so yeah hundred percent correct hmm. I think the ESA said something hmm. about that um, 
But yeah, basically, they came out and said, yeah, like we, uh, and they say we're taking steps to enhance our E3, basically. So mm-hmm. maybe they know more about what maybe E3 is having a bunch of changes this year. We don't that we don't know about, and when those yeah. come out, it's going to make more sense. But uh, sure. And also, maybe PlayStation still does have a presence there via other third-party companies coming out and saying this is a sure. PS5 exclusive or whatever, yeah. and or just PS, you know, PS4 and PS5, whatever. Well, and to, so to me, it's know. weird. They will. Be, I assume that 100% be a thing. Um, but to sure. me, it's weird because even in the past, when Nintendo didn't do a Nintendo Direct or they didn't do a conference. They were still at E3. Like, they still had booths at E3 and stuff like that because they know a ton of gamers are going to be there. So, it's weird to me that PlayStation just is not is skipping it completely again, like, at all. Like, they're not even going to have... Like, it, to me, it would at least make sense to... Even if you're not going to announce PS5 stuff until later, you still go there and you have your PS4s with ghost of tsushima on it and you have your vr kits up and everything like that and all your booths um so to skip it completely is, is kind of crazy to me but um now begs the question on if they want to announce all their ps5 stuff before e3 and get the jump on xbox or if they <laughs> want to do it after e3 which if xbox blows out that could put them in uh panic mode to try and fix some things or yeah what what i'm more concerned about if you are team sony is if you wait till after e3 xbox is going to announce all their stuff at e3 and pre-orders are probably going to go up the next day so are you going to risk a bunch of people being like well i don't know about sony stuff so i'm just going to go out and pre-order the xbox now mm. so are they going to lose sales with that how long of a gap is that going to be so it's just I'm, I don't know how it's all so. It gonna, almost makes it seem like they're gonna they're gonna go all out before E3. It almost makes it sound like that. To me, like like I said, with the PS4, they did an event in February and then they did a big blowout. And so it's like, are they gonna do something very soon? Or it, to me, it almost seems like you have to either do something very soon, like in the spring, or you have to just wait, like at least till a month after E3 is over. Because it doesn't make it's weird to me that you would do it around the time that E3 is coming out and saying that you're skipping E3. If you do, you're one of these PlayStation Direct type things like a week before E3, then that's basically you being a part of E3. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, right. So state know. of play. Yeah, there's state of play stuff. So I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do something in the spring because it just doesn't make sense to wait till like April or May to do it because that's pretty close to E3. And then if you don't do it then, are you just going to wait till like, September and be like, this thing comes out next month? Here's all this stuff. So, I don't know. Right. I assume they'll do their own event at some point. Uh, I mean, maybe the fact that they're they're playing their cards close to their chest, you know, about what, what else it's capable of. Maybe they really are waiting to see what uh, Xbox announces. To see be. exactly how they want to play their cards and make their next move, I I don't know. Yeah, because mm. traditionally, I could see I could see it going both ways. Yeah, traditionally Xbox has PlayStation has their conference after Xbox does at E3. So even though that's like a day, 
you saw with the last generation of consoles mm-hmm. announcement, that's all they needed to just demolish Xbox. Because um, Xbox mm-hmm. came out and said, all our stuff's cloud-based and you have to be connected to the internet and you can't share games. Exactly. And then, and then Sony came out and basically <laughs> made commercials that sh- night to show the next day just to make fun of Xbox. So um, I don't know. I don't know how it'll shake out, but it is interesting. But we, yeah, and, and again, on building on top of that, Xbox will be at E3. So they are 100% there. They're going to do their big blowout. They're going to have their big mixer set up outside their thing. It's going to be crazy. I assume the rest of the people will be at E3, like Bethesda and, and Ubisoft will have their crappy conference, and EA will talk about FIFA and Madden with their crappy conference. Um and Breath of the, the Wild 2. Exactly. Nintendo, I assume, will still oh, be there, and they'll still, do, they'll still do their Nintendo Direct Sunday morning or whenever their time is. And But I don't know. Who knows? What's going to be there for Bethesda? Do you think this is going to – I think this could be a good year for Bethesda. What do you think? Do you think we get we get some more Starfield? Uh, yeah, probably Starfield. Um Possibly, um, the evil another Evil Within because it's been like three years since the Evil Within two came out. Um, so they may keep that on track. But yeah, um, probably. This we say this, awesome, this is gonna be an awesome year. Exactly. We say this every year, but maybe a tease for Elder Scrolls six. But we say that every year and they never do it. So, so who knows? But uh, it'll be interesting if any more of these companies come out and say, "Yeah, we're skipping E three too." Like. Because we don't know what these... Maybe Sony knows more than we do, and they're like, listen, E3 is now basically another PAX or a Comic-Con or whatever. Um, so we're just going to kind of, you know, ride that boat. It's going to be more of a, a fan-type thing than anything else. I'll be so, there anyways. Are y'all, are y'all going to go? I would love to go. But at the same time, if if any other companies come out and they say, you know... We're not. We're also gonna kind of bow out of E3. Then, then I may not go then. But if if it's the same as it was last year with the new consoles coming out and Nintendo, probably if they've I assume if they're gonna have the Switch Pro come out in the summer, they've probably already announced it before E3. It's probably gonna be playable at E3. I would love to go to E3 this year. But uh, sure. If any other of these people back out, I don't know. Yeah. It's possible. I'm with Chevy though. I think I think Bethesda could have a big year, and I think they need to. I think I think they've after last year. I think this year could be a big year for them. Well, all the new consoles are coming out this year, so if we have any uh, day one games for any of these third party people, the, I assume E3 would be the time to announce those games. So, sure. That kind of makes me connect a few dots because I'm pretty sure Todd Howard. Well, okay. It means nothing at all because the guy does say a lot of stuff. But this is kind of, and it, this is instead of overpromising, this is the ba- this is the opposite because Todd Howard uh, didn't didn't he say you know as far as Starfield goes that they are not thinking about older consoles. It sounds like he's only thinking about the new, or, or is it the other way around? I don't know. He's he, he likes to say things. 
So, so if I gotta remember the quote, but if, if he said that they're not thinking about the previous generation consoles, then that means that the game wouldn't come out soon because also Xbox said that they're not gonna. Uh, we're talking about exclusives, yeah, but still, I don't know. Yes. May, but mm. it'll be interesting. I think they'll at least have new stuff to announce. Like it won't be like it was last year, which uh, Rage Two or whatever. This is Rage Two. This is all we have, really. Um, so I think it'll be, I think we'll have some substantial games for Bethesda this year. Um, announcements, they may not come out for another two years or three years, but they'll at least be announced because the new consoles are coming out and they can finally say, we've been working on Elder Scrolls six specifically for the new consoles. That's why we haven't said anything. Here's where we are trailer, all that kind of stuff. So, but it'll, it'll be, it'll be a fun, fun time at E3 2020. Um, we're gonna head. Oh, yeah, I found the quotes. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I found the quote. It says, "It says Todd Howard says Starfield is next gen, but it could exist on the current systems as well. But that's not something that they're prioritizing. Yeah. So, so from the way that sounds, it may not be coming out that soon if they're not gonna, you know, if games are gonna be cross-platform for a couple years. And again, that's another another hurdle Xbox is going to have to message all this stuff really well because. Unless you're a hardcore gamer, you don't understand. You wouldn't understand why Starfield is a Series X exclusive when Xbox said that there's going to be no exclusives. That makes sense. So someone's going to buy the new Series X console because they want to be a part of all the hoopla. And they're going to be playing Halo and all this kind of stuff. And then someone's not going to buy it. And they're still going to be playing Halo and stuff. And then this Starfield game will come out. And it'll only be on the new Xbox console. It won't be on Xbox One. And they'll be like, well, y'all, you guys said that there's no exclusive. What the heck? And they don't understand that there's third-party and first-party games that? and all that kind of stuff like that. So it'll be, it's going to be fun. Like a, uh, what voice was that? I'm trying to, I'm trying to pinpoint <laughs> that voice. That was my Twitter, uh, my Twitter troll voice. <laughs> you got this. You got this, man. But, uh, uh, yeah, so that's going to about do it for this podcast. Uh, we do have, before we go, uh, we had a comment on our Facebook from the old Tommy Stanley. He, he's, all, he's over there on Facebook creeping on us. Um, he asked, what do you guys think about... What's up, Tommy? Yeah, what do you guys think about Tim Tim? Uh, I would like to hear it discussed on the podcast. Um, for those that are unfamiliar with Tim Tim, it was a Kickstarter game. Um, that is basically Pokemon, but they want to make it more of a Pokemon MMO. They even call it an MMO. Um, so there's definitely elements of that. Um, so if you're unfamiliar, you can go online. Uh, just go on YouTube and type in Tim Tim. It's coming out. There's actually a beta either now. I think there's a closed beta going on right now, but there's a be a public beta coming up pretty soon on Steam. So it's not an exclusive to anything. It's coming out on all the consoles and PC, but it is coming out on Switch, and it being very similar to Pokemon, um, that could draw a lot of Switch users in. So basically, um, they want to make... I used to play Tim Tim Go all the time. Tim Tim Go? Well, this is just Tim Tim. You ain't Tim, going anywhere. Tim Go? Go yeah. Anywhere. Uh, <laughs> basically, just imagine Pokemon, but 
the whole story, the whole campaign, I mean, it is to a T Pokemon. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we wake up tomorrow and, like, Nintendo sues Temtem for all the stuff. Because it's literally, like, oh. you have to collect the eight. They don't call them eight badges. They call them eight something else. It's, like, a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, but you can play through the entire story co-op with all your friends. It has, like, Animal Crossing elements. Like, you have your house. You can decorate your house. You can put furniture in the house and all this kind of stuff. You can talk to people. There's social areas. Um, so it's very interesting. And like I said, it's in beta form right now. Um, I'm on everybody that has been a Pokemon fan ever once has wanted a Pokemon MMO at some point. So if this just delivers slightly that on the switch, then I think a lot of Nintendo people are going to be on board for that. Cause I'm on board for it. Um, I don't know about it's you definitely guys. Interesting. Definitely interesting to me. Yeah, but it's literally my dog's barking in the background because my wife's home. So, uh, my dogs are barking. My dogs are a barking. But yeah, it's it's gonna be. It looks potentially good. So if that interests you in any way, uh, keep your eye on it. Um, there's no release date yet. I think they did say 2020. I could be wrong. Um, but there's no release date yet. But it does look very interesting. I mean, it, it is. Like I could explain more about what Temtem is, but it is Pokemon. Like yeah, you you start out, you have three starters, they evolve. You have your eight badges. You have the story. You can just do it all co-op, and then there's a bunch of other MMO elements. That's what the game is. Um, and there are people that are posting gameplay on YouTube and such as they're in the like I said, they're in a closed. Pe- some people were invited to a closed beta, other people were not. So go check that out if you are interested in it. Um, and if again, if you have anything we want to talk about, you want us to talk about on the podcast, um, facebook.com backslash logon games. Uh, you can tweet at us at logon games on Twitter. Um, and yeah, like I said, thank you guys for listening. New podcast every Friday. Please rate us on, on Apple Podcast or share us uh, our Spotify link. And we will see you guys next Friday. Thank you. Oh, let's break it.